Welcome to Resilient Love Podcast. Join hosts Quentin and Brianna as they discuss tips on love, life, and business. Let's get into this next episode. Let me say that again. What's up, everybody? Resilient love. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. as you saw in the caption, we're switching it up for this episode, and we're asking all the questions. Asking all the questions. Yeah, you're asking all the questions, making statements. Assuming. So, we're just going to take this time for this episode to just ask some questions. So, you guys, join us in the comment section. Join us if you're listening to this episode and let us know what you're thinking. Come over to Instagram, drop us a DM at Resilient Love Podcast, or check us out on YouTube and Facebook. Um, for those of you guys watching, let's have a good time tonight. Come over to Instagram, drop us a DM at Resilient Love Podcast, or check us out on YouTube and Facebook. Um, for those of you guys watching, let's have a good time tonight. So, I want to start this off very uh, simple. Uh, what's your idea of a perfect vacation and how can we make it happen? Perfect vacation. Uh, being that we can't fly right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, honestly, I always want to go to the West Coast, but I'm willing to do something on the East Coast. Right. Just take our time instead of being on time. Right. So his perfect vacation is just to kind of like travel and yeah. sightsee. No, no particular. No particular place. place. Okay. For me, uh, my idea of a perfect vacation would be Tennessee. I just want to go back to Tennessee. Um, Quentin and I went to Tennessee for a conference. Uh, about what two years ago, two three years ago, and this time I want to go back for pure sightseeing of Tennessee. So let us know in the comments what is your idea of a perfect vacation because summer, summer, summer time is coming around again. So we want to know what you guys plan to do this summer, or for those educators out there, spring break is next month. What are you doing with your week off? <laughs> Mm-hmm. We haven't missed a beach the whole marriage, Q. We went to the beach. Uh, Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we go to the waterfront. Okay. Well, <laughs> I guess we'll have a beach trip in our future too. Okay. Next question. Ah. Uh, I forgot he got like he's not ready for these questions. I'm not. <laughs> Hey, for those of you guys tuning in with us, we are having a fun question night, and we want you all to jump in with us. 
and let us know what your idea of a perfect vacation is. Okay, if you could learn a new skill, what would it be? You can learn a new skill with Skillshare.com. Oh, <laughs> uh, a new skill. I would like to learn how to code because I want to create my own app. Granted, there are programs out there that can create the app for me, but I want to learn how to code so I can efficiently create an app and my own website. So coding. That's going to be a little challenging. But. Mm, okay. So me, I want to learn, I guess, the technical video side of things, live streaming, like how to make it all work. Mm-hmm. Button. I know it takes work, but I just want to get that one button everything that works. Okay. So you guys see the question down there. What skill would you like to learn? Let us know in the comments. Um, I think the reason why Quentin and I are more tech savvy these days is because we see how the world is moving. And if you guys did not catch it in 2020, hopefully you recognize the value of innovation. Being innovative is truly a skill set that we all need to adapt. What are you going to create? God has created us in his likeness and his image. And so you recognize that if you're created by such a big guy, such an innovative God, I mean, everything in this world was created by one person. When you really zone in on that, you recognize that if God created me, you, everything we use and have, he gave that intellect to us, right? So he gave us the power to be innovative. So we challenge you guys in this 2021 year. We're still in the first quarter, right? So just like basketball, this is early. We're early. We still got some time to play. So if you haven't really sat down and thought about what am I going to be known for? What is going to be my legacy? We challenge you, what skill would you like to learn? And then apply it. Do it. Learn it. I was also thinking about a lot of things. What skill would you like to learn? One thing that I kind of want to learn how to do is Bridging the gap mm-hmm. um, when it comes to business and employees. Ooh. Um, I think there's a miscommunication, there's a barrier, mm-hmm. and you have people, they don't mind what they do. They actually might love what they do. But yeah. The culture fits. Culture fits, right? And so that requires the mm-hmm. top management to really Mm-hmm. It was necessary to stay around because, yeah. little known fact already, companies are leaving and by the numbers. The brick and mortar is is no longer the it's, same. It's, it's actually shifting to a digital digital storefront. Yeah, that's the question we have for you guys as well. Is 
your business is your school is your model your church is the model in a digital format have you taken just like we all have what written books we have hardback paperback and guess what they did with innovation audible so do you have an option where a person can listen to the service versus watch do you have an option where a person can hear you read the book versus pick up the book themselves so are you becoming more innovative with your brand with your model right i think the engaging and transparent aspect is what we are lacking so if we could just gain more from that, I mm -hmm. think we'll be headed. I think the engaging and we would. We would. So guys, those are our thoughts on skills. We went. We gave you the long version. We gave you the um, English teacher that asked for three to five sentences. We gave you ten. But <laughs> let me go on to my question. Now, this one, it, it's kind of relevant to today. Would you rather have an extra 500 a month or an extra two hours a day? Extra 500 a month or extra two hours a day? Let us know in the comments. Would you rather have an extra 500 or a extra let us know in the comments two hours a day two hours in your yeah which one or extra two hours a day hey uncle herman thanks for tuning in <laughs> giving thanks to the lord Glad to have you back. So let us know in the comment section. Would you rather have an extra 500 a month or an extra two hours in your day? I know a lot of people would go for the money. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say why. I mean, real talk. Back. So let us know in the, the comment money is section. Money. Would you rather have an extra 500 a month or an extra two hours in your day? So the I know a lot of people would go for the money. Uh, money is yeah. like you know that's the first thing we gravitate we all need money cost of living going up but what i have learned in the last couple of months or so is that if i maximize my time i can double if not triple that mm -hmm. i just gotta use my mind mm -hmm. use my mind and use my time and i can triple it. did you catch that use your mind and use your time and you can triple that wow I personally would say extra two hours because those of you who know me as an educator, you know the extra two would help if it's not an extra two to sleep or extra two to work. <laughs> Let's be honest. The 500, I mean, it's help. Yeah. Because bills keep coming. I don't know why he keep coming back to But anyway, uh, it's by the time you get it, it's already it's already gone. So that's why I said the extra two hours will be a yeah. for me personally because it's like once you get off work. But anyway, 
gone. Mm-hmm. And with time change, it's really time you get it. Hello. We said this in another um conversation. Mm-hmm. We felt like we heard this on, on social media that the time change was like melatonin. <laughs> It's like you just felt so tired. All right, here, what's your question? So let's see. What do you prefer reading, paper or electronic books? Oh, yeah. Kindle. Mm hmm. What about you guys? Paper? Or electronic books. What about you, Q? He's old fashioned. Old fashioned. Old fashioned, old paper, right? Paper or electronic books. Okay. I got you. Go ahead. Go with your next question. Um. Have you ever met someone famous? Yes. And how did it make you? Okay, so for my birthday, guys, <laughs> I met um the Perrys. So Jackie Hill Perry, Preston Perry. They are Christian um authors as well as poets. Uh I also met J. Anthony Brown on in the airport as well as Biz Marquis. So when I met uh, not only the parents, but we also met um, genetics, and we mm. also met um, what's my man name that the taller guy uh, Ezekiel. Ezekiel, thank you, and the other gentleman. It was a new guy that was added. Yeah. Um, but we can post a picture later because that was a good experience. But as far as how I felt, I actually felt really excited. I was one percent starstruck because. We were actually able to take a picture with them, but due to the line and the other individuals who wanted to get pictures with the poets, we really couldn't have a conversation. But after the show, Preston actually told Q, I remember you, man. I said, he only come here because of me. But it was just so cool that, you know, in all these shows this man has, he, he will remember Quentin. Because um, it was like an annual thing, so we kept going. Yeah, so, we did. It was like our I tradition. Miss, I miss it. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? I... Who'd you meet? Um, God, his name is Ron Smith. He used to play for the Denver Broncos. Ooh. Um, I met him in a business meeting and ended up just talking, talking. And afterwards, he... Ended up taking a small group of us out to dinner downtown Raleigh. Mm. I cannot remember the name of the restaurant. Nice restaurant. I mean, food looked like art. <laughs> you know, country boy like me. What happened? So, and of course, when I saw the bill, what happened? Um, <laughs> but, you know, he covered the bill. He covered everybody. Mm-hmm. That was a blessing. You know, just to have that experience and actually see the transparency beyond the camera. Right. I think that was the authentic part about the conversation with the Perrys. It wasn't about, okay, this girl is from Kent and 
Durham, whatever. Because we were at the uh, Raleigh location at the time. It was just about making an authentic connection with a with a fan, with a supporter. I think so. Yeah, um, we we were parking at the mall, and there was a rapper in Fayetteville, yeah. and Q said, "That's a rapper." What the hell? I'm like, I don't even know who what the hell it is. Nah, nah, it it was it was like it was a bent. How did they paint it that? It was just odd. And when I found out who it was, I'm like, right. I was wrong. And I'll say what it is. Little food. Little food. But yeah, but I, yeah, I literally was right beside him and didn't even catch him. Mm-hmm. That's how incognito he is. <laughs> right. So this next question is actually kind of funny because um, Quentin and I have taken many trips together. So, what trip most affected your life so far? Everybody. I think what trip was it, y'all? Western. What trip? Vegas. So, that's the trip that you that stands out? Mm-hmm. Because I got a little, even though I got, I didn't get to spend time in favorite place that I always wanted to mm-hmm. in LA. I got to see them palm trees. I got to see that and um yeah so vegas was a good experience just to see something different and just to see how they move they just they just move yeah yeah it's a definitely a different um atmosphere uh the trip that stood out to me was actually mathematics i enjoyed the mountains i enjoyed the peaceful atmosphere um we were one with nature as they say uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well it was just uh, overall i mean it was the first time we traveled together like that was like a travel away type thing and yeah so we we was going up them mountains (laughs) nobody ever taught me um nobody really really told me Maybe you should get an SUV when you go up to the mountain. Not a bad idea. Nevertheless, we made it. Um, Nevertheless. Little, you know, Lake Cushing gone up. It was raring, but it was moving. Uh, yeah, we made that thing roar. <laughs> it's it just, that was an experience. And uh, it was just a long ride. We did golf and it was fun. Hungry but in. because of the location, it had a kitchen. Yeah, I made omelets, and so he was just so impressed. And I was like, "Well, oh, thank you, thank you very much." But so, yeah, so the yeah, that was a nice place. Like, I think the first place it was fair. It was fair. But the second place it was fire. That was fire. Fireplace, flat screen. I made your own apartment. Really. It was good. Even the um, I don't think it was nothing we didn't have. Really, Mm-mm. besides food. Well, I cook. We cook. Yeah, we had to go to the grocery store. But the the pro was the grocery store was actually like down the hall or something. It was like mm-hmm. on site at the resort. 
Okay, what's your question? Mm. I got this question. You what's your favorite season and why? You guys want to know the truth? If Quentin and I could have got married in September, October, I'm a fall girl. I love the stars. I love the um, those that know me. Yeah, I might you see me wearing navy blues and browns and beiges. I just love neutral colors. And uh, well, actually, blue is a shade. You know, navy is a shade of blue um, for my color people. But at the end of the day, I really prefer the fall. And so, if we could have got married in the fall versus hot summer, hot summer. But go ahead, kids. Uh, What's my, your season? Mine is. Hmm, honestly, I'm gonna just have to say spring. Okay, so I'm, this time of the year. Yeah, I'm torn in between the two because me first, I actually like winter. You like flat out cold? Yeah, I mean, I can put on enough clothes. Well, that's true. You yeah. can't, you can't, it's never enough clothes. And it give me a chance to wear some of the stuff I ain't want. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let me get to my next question. All right, so this, I actually have a two-part question. So, because, well, the questions sound the same. Let me just kind of preface it with this. They sound the same, but they have different um focal points. So, this first one that I'm going to ask says, Name an activity you used to do when you were younger that you don't do anymore, but you'd like you'd likely enjoy it if you started it again. So, name an activity you used to do when you were younger that you don't do anymore, but you'd likely enjoy it if you started it again. So, basically, what did you do between probably kindergarten? Kindergarten to graduation that you would do now as a adult. I thought of something real childish. I was gonna say, how to go see? How to go see? <laughs> but nah, uh, honestly, really ride ride on bike. Okay, that was um, that was a good activity. Yeah, and you will likely enjoy it now riding yeah. your bike. Okay, I literally got one and ain't. Well, he digressed. Um, for me, I'd say <laughs> some people would probably say, "Wow," but I would march in the band. They do have a an adult marching band, but it's only brass instruments. Um, so I would march in the band, but if it's not so technical, you know, they can have some technicalities. I would praise dance. That is something that I did as a kid. I started praise dancing. Um, I want to say sixth grade, fifth, sixth grade, I praise dance. And I stopped praise dance, dancing 2015. So you're talking about maybe 05. So 10 solid years, 05 to 15, I was praise dancing. Was it 15, Lord? It was third. It was uh eleven. I'm sorry. It was eleven. 
So 05 to 2011, I was praise dancing. So I would pick that back up. Okay, cute. All right. So this one, good one. If you could travel back to any era, which would you choose? Well, if you didn't know this, here's another hidden secret about your girl. Quentin and I's original wedding theme was Great Gatsby. So if I could choose an era, it would be the 1920s. I just love those blurry skirts and the, you know, kind of like the bejeweled and having on your little feather hat. Love it. Mm. Um, sitting here thinking because I'm torn. Torn in between the two. Because uh, I got like three decades. I mean, I'm a 90s kid, so of course, yeah. 90s. So right. I'm 20s or 90s. Um, I'm taking mine. You are. And we are patiently waiting. Okay, the 70s. Wow, you want us to have afros and bell bottoms. Mm hmm. Oh, you coming for that perspective? Well, no, but I, I, I say I'm from between two because 60s and 70s. Reason being, a lot of trends, you know, a lot of trends were made in the 60s. Not all good, but still a transformation. Yeah, they were uh, some hard moments that led up to some good things. I can see the 60s. I can see you in the 60s. I can see myself in the 60s. Really? I mean, before. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, 60s. Definitely. Okay. Uh, so I'm taking us back to when we were kids in the 90s. What was your favorite toy as a kid that kids don't really play with now? Your favorite toy as a kid. Okay, electronic toy and then another type of toy. So you gave me electronic. What about like some other hand toy? Um, what is this? The uh, I was a little car collector person. Oh, so you had little cars with the ramp and oh, mm -hmm. yeah. Kids do not play with those cars anymore. Um, for me, <laughs> I would say electronic games would be Game Boy Advance. Okay, I can say it again, and then. A like can or traditional toy, I would just say doll baby. Um, I was the one to dress up a doll baby and put on fake makeup, cut the hair off, try to act like I'm a stylist, which some little girls still do that, but it has transformed into get on the iPad and cut the hair off and change the clothes. I was physically doing it. Like I had to ask my mama, Mama, can you go buy me another outfit for my doll baby? Yeah. I want my dog baby to pick it up. Baby, pick up. Okay, what's up? I'm telling you, they don't care. They don't do that nowadays. They still make it, but not a lot of kids go for that. Uh, what? How would you spend your ideal day? How would you spend your ideal day? Now, this is interesting. Okay. 
or what's the setting? I don't give you no help. Oh wow! So just <laughs> just take take everything off the table. You got a freestyle moment. Go. Okay, so I'm gonna start my morning off with prayer. Now don't give me no work day. Just give me don't tie, tie it down. I hope prayers in it anyway, but just flow. Just flow. Don't, <laughs> don't take out the work. Take out all of this. Okay, so I'm gonna get up. I'm going to make breakfast. Go for a walk. Then I'm going to get in my car and go to another city. Do some shopping. Come back home. Do like an arts and craft activity. Um, I love to paint. I that's actually something I should have said on that last question. I like to paint and create crafts. So I would go out, get a craft that would help the house, like maybe um a wallpaper craft or making my own picture frame. Oh yeah. Look, I can do that better now. We can make coasters now. I learned better. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like little arts and crafts, like that was, if you say my ultimate day would just be creating online as we're doing right now and creating for the house, like a craft and then having like a little girl, like a spa moment, spa moment and dinner at the house with you. What about you? Uh, I do. Get up, prayer. Like pray, read. Just really be quiet for a good hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, then go take a walk, about thirty minutes. Um, figure out what I'm wearing, what city I'm going to. That's the city. I'm and so I try to figure out what type of what what type of scenery I want to see. What's something new, something different, and um, do that. Figure out what I can take from it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a history person, so any museum or anything like that or something related to history. Like we went to the um, first time you took me to the what North Carolina. Yeah, it went to art and history. History, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was good. Um, I think I got something, but I also went to an art museum in our hometown, and I got a piece of art. That was cool. So he is an art collector. We should just have an art room in our next place. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> so I hear him. So what about you guys? Like every question, we want to hear from you. Like let us know in the comments. All right. So this is. The last question for me. What were some of your favorite games to play when you were a kid? And do you see any parallels to what you chose to do as a career? Um, so what you did as a kid, your game, favorite games as a kid, does it match up with your current career or career you had? So Mine, I would have to say my favorite game was Monopoly. Ooh. And it matches, it doesn't match with my current career, but it matches what I'm striving to do. Okay. 
And uh, my what I, I'm striving to do is literally create our own family monopoly. Okay. So, you know, learning how I like monopoly because one, it deals with business, it, strategy, and money. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, um, halfway key off. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> but yeah, um, Monopoly was my my go to. I was, you know, it was a challenge. If I could hold it and I could keep it coming, yeah. What was it? It's gonna sound so cliche, but I played school. My game was school. I played like I was a teacher, and I taught the people how to count. Oh, Uncle Herman said he played marbles, and no, it doesn't match. <laughs> All right, that marbles game. I ain't never learned how to play marbles. I've always been curious. Like, that, we might have a, to get a lesson, Uncle Herman. That's a throwback. Yeah. I always wanted to learn dominoes. Yeah, I know some people that can work dominoes. Like, see them slap that, slap that. Slap that. <laughs> table. Uh, my first time seeing that up north, I was like, because oh. it was real. Like, they was they took it serious. In, in Philly. In the park, they take that thing serious. Serious. Okay. Um, do you have one more question for us? Or? Um, let me see. Let me see. Have you guys been enjoying the question episode? Let us know in the comments what other episodes you want to see from Resilient Love Podcast. We come on every Saturday at 6 p.m. So give us some ideas for what you want to hear on our next episode. Oh, what? Um... Hey, Paula. Thanks for joining. Let us know in the comments what episodes you want to see from us. We were playing the question game today. Hopefully you guys enjoyed our answers. So, I think I'm answering. Okay. Who is a mentor to you? And it doesn't have to be Let's just say just somebody you watch. Uh, Who's a mentor, period? Yeah, like okay. somebody you watch online. You don't know them personally, but what they do, it really mentors to you. That would be two people. So Latasha James, she's on YouTube and she's also on the podcast. We'll tag her podcast, but she talks a lot about social media management and marketing. So I definitely look to her. For a spiritual aspect, I do look to Sarah J. Roberts as well as Jamila Gooding. And for pure entertainment, Angel, that chick Angel, and Miss Kevin on stage, Mr. Kevin on stage. Um, like that whole crew is my crew. Uh, for like just pure entertainment, just just enjoying their content. What about you? Because I want to be a content creator. I love the Lord. And I want my social media business to grow. So those are the 
three categories. Mine is, uh, I would have to say Prince Donnell. Yeah. And uh, a gentleman by the name of Will Roundtree. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good in the business world. Okay. What about you all listening? Who is your mentor? Who is somebody you look to for advice or just entertainment? What about, who do you look up to? Let us know, let us know, let us know. Well, I made it up. I'm sorry. Well, who do you who are you entertained by? Uh you know. Okay. Larry Relay. Yeah, he's pretty funny. I mean, I, I enjoyed listening to Larry as well. Yeah. It, it's funny, but sometimes not sometimes I'll Really it hits you that spiritual. Yeah, he has some teachable moments. Teachable moments. I like that, yeah. But you least expect. It's like teachable. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so before we close out, we want you guys to catch our new outro. Oh, okay. You like to play spades? And yes, I enjoy your show. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. So catch our outro and let us know what you guys think before we close. Thank you to all listeners and subscribers. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Leave us a five-star review on Apple so that we can continue sharing resilient love. Thanks for listening. Welcome to Resilient Love Podcast. Join hosts Quentin and Brianna as they discuss tips on love, life, and business. Let's get into this next episode. Thank you, Uncle Herman. That is lovely. Thank you, Paula. Thank you, Paul. This is just the beginning. God has great things in store for you both. Thank you Thank so you. much. So, hope you guys enjoyed the question episode. Catch us next week. Oh, yes. I love that <laughs> music, too. We worked really hard on it. Um, things that almost... I'm so little known fact. I'm picky, as she likes to say. Very picky. If we got to go back 50 times, I just want to be right. Yeah. So, so hope, I'm glad we appreciate the <laughs> feedback. We thank you for tuning in and chatting with us. And we'll see you next week. All right. Bye. Oh, we're going to play that thing one more time for y'all. And then we're going to leave for real. All right.
Thank you to all listeners and subscribers. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Leave us a five-star review on Apple so that we can continue sharing resilient love. Thanks for listening.